This is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. As we have all our focus shifted towards Kevin DeGrant and his premiere tonight, debut tonight with the Suns, the real question is, are the Suns competing against everybody in the West or can they compete with any of the best teams in the East? Because when you look at what's happening in the Eastern Conference right now, it's special. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, we'll get you back to all the combine coverage you could possibly ask for. And if there are any new breaking developments on Jalen Carter and his situation, we will be sure to keep you updated. But in the meantime, it is not lost on any of us that, uh, by the way, special day, it's Celtics All Access today uh, on ESPN. So this is a really cool thing they're doing on ESPN Celtics. All access. So NBA Today is live from Boston ahead of the Celtics Cavs on ESPN starting tonight, 7.30 p.m. Then NBA Countdown is going to be uh, out there uh, also in Boston, uh, giving you that at uh, 7 p.m. So all sorts of opportunities. And plus, within the game, they're going to give you live look-ins, uh, all access look-ins to the Celtics. So it's Celtics All Access Day on ESPN. You don't want to miss any of it. And Ad is really thinking about the Eastern Conference particularly because, you know, there's one team that I'm high on. There's one team that I am just absolutely, I'm feeling, we know it, but we'll get to them as part of Contender or Pretender. All right, The so Boston you, Celtics. Sorry. I didn't set that up very well. That's my <laughs> fault. That's not Mark's fault. Look, we, we did we did Greeny first. Like I'm, I'm way into bonus time at this point. Overtime football gets a little sloppy sometimes. You know, that's what happens right there. Uh, so we'll have the the boys. will give us a, a sounder for a team, and we will decide whether they are a contender or pretender. Little clarity here, Devin. Contender or pretender to represent the conference or to win it all? Are we saying that they are going to win it all? Or are we going to say they're contender or pretender just to go far in the playoffs? I think we. I think to win the conference, but if the caveat is you think they're going to win the NBA championship, please by all means well, let's mention say, this. Let's say win the. Let's say win the conference. All right. So now, what's the first team on the docket? The Boston Celtics. Look at that. See, like we never saw it coming, <laughs> Harry. Uh, look, I, I think we can both agree that the 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 Celtics are a contender in the biggest possible way, right? Like, there's no big shocking development here. Yeah, you, when you look at that two-headed monster and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the way these guys play defense, but also I thought I think a key piece that was a key piece last last year in their run is Al Horford being able to you know step out and hit the open three because the attention uh, to those two-headed monster guys. I really like the depth on this team as well. Marcus Smart is back. Robert Williams at the five position. Malcolm Brogdon. They brought him over this season. Derek White. Grant Williams. This team is deep enough to go to the finals and actually win the finals as well. Their coach, Joe Mazzula, uh, the only thing that I would say negative about him is that he doesn't have that experience as a head coach in the playoffs. Regular season is the regular season. Now he's going to have to be able to coach at an all-time level when it gets to playoff time. I, I do want to say quickly too, Harry, I think one of the most surprising developments of this NBA season has been the emergence of Joe Mazzullo. Remember, not that yes. long ago, he was an interim coach. And not lo- that long ago, we wondered what that would mean for the Celtics. And it turns out it means absolutely nothing because they're so stinking talented and they're still being coached at a very high level. So uh, there's no doubt. I, I will say this. They are not my favorite in the East. I'm sure we will get to the team that is. 
If the Celtics don't make the NBA what? Finals, though, they would. not w- your favorite? No, they're not my favorite. God, no. It's no, okay. Not no. mine either. No, uh, see, if the Celtics. It Celt- was at one point, but not anymore. But if they don't make the finals, it will be a disappointment for this team, for the fan base, for the organization. They're good enough. They should. Uh, let's go to the next team on the docket. The Philadelphia 76ers. Ooh. You trust the process? See what I did there? Oh, this is a tough one for me because they're not going to get the number one seed or there's a it's potentially they're not going to have the number one seed in the East. Therefore, they're going to have to go through Milwaukee and Boston. I just don't see that happening. If they get through one of those teams, the likelihood of them getting through both of them, they might be too worn out at that point. Uh, I agree with you on that. And I also think that, you know, sometimes proof of concept matters to me. A lot of times proof of concept, you know that. Uh, Joel Embiid has shown his greatness. There is no question. Just, just stop that conversation where it goes, where it starts right there. You mentioned last week when we were talking about the Sixers, Tobias Harris, who I think deserves a lot of credit in this conversation. Mm-hmm. James Harden is somebody that, uh, to steal a phrase Sarah Spain used to use, uh, at times forgets out of basketball, particularly in big games. James Harden has had bad moments. There is not enough separation between the 76ers and the rest of the East. So, I do not. I think they are a pretender. I think they are a pretender because I do not trust that they will have enough when they're stacked up against the best in the East to actually make a run to the NBA Finals. They're a good team. They're not good enough. Here's the thing about the Sixers. It wouldn't surprise me if they did make it to the NBA Finals, though, because they they have the makeup to be able to get there, and they have the bona fide superstar to get them to that level. It's just going to be a major hurdle to get to that point. Yeah, the problem is their eyes. superstar, to me, isn't better than the other superstars. So they have a bona fide superstar that's not even the best superstar in their own conference. So, you know, that just doesn't carry a lot of weight for me. There's I'm a sorry. better super. Let's go to the next team. God, how long are you going to wait till I get to my favorite here? The New York Knicks. What are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, what, what? Like, look, I mean, I'm, I appreciate a good edible, but you got to stay off the edibles when you come to work if you're putting the Knicks in this conversation. <laughs> I mean, come on now. They, they've been hot six in a row. They've well, let's so let's just say this. Okay, right. You're right. They're, they've been hot, and this team is going to make the playoffs. I think it stops in the second round. I think they have the, the potential to, to make it to the second round of the playoffs, but that's where it stops. I love what I've been seeing from Jalen Brunson, also Julius Randle. I like Emmanuel quickly coming off the bench and being instant offense for this team as well. R.J. Barrett, I would say I'll put a stun gun to him and tell him to step it up a little bit more. Mitchell Robinson's been phenomenal. Josh Hart, they got him via trade. I just don't see the New York Knicks advancing past the second round. And we know Tibbs are going to have these guys playing defense. They're a top 10 defensive team. But a lot of people are upset that you didn't get Donovan Mitchell. Well, Jalen Bronson has been damn good. So relax, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so here's the problem with the Knicks. Uh, I'm going to go to another team that you've talked a lot about that you like that I agree with you on. That's the Cavaliers, right? Mm -hmm. So right now, Cleveland's sitting in the four spot. Right now, the Knicks are sitting in the five. Uh, There's two and a half games separating them. That's an important two and a half games because Cleveland is good at home and terrible on the road. Like, Cleveland is awful when they don't play in Cleveland. If Cleveland maintains the four seed, they're good at home. Uh, New York won't make it out of the first round, taking on that Cleveland team in the first round. If that flips, if somehow Cleveland melts down and the Knicks get the home court on that, then I could see them getting to the second round. Just enjoy a playoff run. I mean, uh, they don't have to make it. A, they're a pretender for the finals, but they're a contender mark for the, the playoffs. And that in and of itself is a win at this point. But that's, but that's the crazy thing about that matchup. If they... 
end up matching up in the playoffs and, and it's that way is that I could pick any one of these teams advancing. It all depends on, you know, how they're gelling and how they're playing when they get to that point. Well, look, you know, if 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 was a fifth, I'd be drunk, right? I learned that from Harry Douglas. If my aunt had grapefruit, she'd be my uncle's. Like, we can't work on ifs. We just got to make our best guess here. By uh, the way. Uncle Uncle Joanne? Uncle Joe, hey, I'm not here to judge. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. You guys can get in on Contender Pretender. Tell us who your biggest contender and biggest pretender is in the East. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Either way, tell us. All right, Mark, who we got next? The Milwaukee Bucks. Ding, 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 ding. I'm so confident on the Milwaukee books. I took I took just a little bit. I took a little of that sprinkling of that fat cash I made on the Super Bowl. And I do mean fat cash. Like I thought about just getting the basement redone. But then I decided instead I'd reinvest <laughs> some money in the Bucks to win it all. That's how confident I am. Look, we are sleeping on proof of concept. We are sleeping on the fact that the Bucks right now can go in cruise control, like through the regular season. They know how to pace themselves, and they are still playing the way that they're playing. Last time I checked, they even continued to win without Giannis. They're 44-17. and 17. All questions about Coach Bud have been answered officially. They've got the best player in the conference. They've got the best team in the conference. The Bucks, I think, are going to win it all, but at the least the Bucs are going to the NBA Finals. Well, and let's also mention this team has won 15 games in a row. I mean, my God. But they showed you a multiplicity of different ways they're able to win. I think the biggest thing for this team, Drew Holiday has really stepped up his play, and he's been so consistent over his career. Giannis Antetokounmpo, we know what he's going to bring to the floor. You talk about two-way player on on the defensive side, also on the offensive side. Brooke Lopez is a rim protector but can step out and shoot the three. But they're so deep. When on your bench you have Joe Ingles, who's going to get it together? Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton hasn't even hit his hit his greatest points yet throughout this season. Jay Crowder, they just got him. Uh, he was with the Suns earlier this year, and then Bobby Portis. That's your. Those are your bench players. They're t- they're deep, top to bottom, and I love the way this team has jailed together. Uh, by the way, I will correct myself. My money uh, was on the Bucks to win the East. I just double checked it, making sure here. Very safe bet. Uh, money was on the Bucks to win the East, and I'm just telling you, I got that when the Bucks were plus three twenty. You ain't nothing but a hound plus three twenty. Also, won a little money uh, last night because I told you I was going to put my money where my mouth was on Memphis covering at minus five against the Lakers. Oh, oh, oh it feels so can, good. Can you tell us how much you won? How much you win? Uh, I mean, on the just tell us how much you won on Jeez. Memphis. I won yes. uh, like ninety bucks. Man, I mean, no wonder you're at Orange Theory. No, I'm telling you, you know what? That's <laughs> what happens. Uh, the, just, this I paid for half a class. Uh, wow. Wow. Wow, Dang. Devin. Devin says this because he owns a Peloton, right? Like, I don't have a Peloton. Devin, who sits here all the time, like, Devin's out here just getting on his Peloton. How, how'd that work out for you, buddy? I, it's been great. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I saved up saved up for it. Must be nice. All my, well, our, have to have a Peloton. our other producers are here, Evan. I mean, Devin doesn't stay in West Harford, though. Well, I mean, we don't, I'm in the we know Evan stays in West Harford. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's, that's where true. the rich people live. Yeah, no, like I'm in a place, like I live in a city called Hard Hitting New Britain. All right, let's just be clear about that. <laughs> so, like, you know, I Hard Hitting New Britain isn't the nickname. Like, nobody ever bought a palace in Hard Hitting New Britain. That's all I'm saying. You know, that's how, that's how everyone's I keep... probably like, what does Harry know about West Hartford? Well, the mini trips that I've taken up to Connecticut haven't come to my house yet. I used to stay in West Hartford a lot, right yeah. there at the uh, 
Is it Del Mar? You could, yeah, the Del Mar is like the fancy place in West Hartford. You know yeah. what else is fancy? Casa de Fitz. You could have just come over. Like I would have made you dinner. I would have worn an apron, maybe something else, but at least an apron. Well, I don't want Annabelle to get upset that That's it's fair. more than one black person in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you She's walk, black on black. She, She's you like, you well, walk in I'm and Annabelle's like, person in this house. finally, some representation around here. That's what's happening. Uh, all right. You guys can chime in. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. Tell us your biggest pretender or contender in the Eastern Conference. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. Fitz and Harry's presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces come join their growing team go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today there is one thing i am certain of every single day the lakers just make me more right there is breaking news that is only going to let me tell the entire laker nation i told you so we'll tell you what it is next fitz and harry on espn radio fitz and harry the podcast Can the Lakers make the playoffs without LeBron? No, I wasn't sure the Lakers could make the playoffs with LeBron. This is the nightmare when it comes to the Lakers. We could just shove aside that notion that they're going to advance beyond the plan and get to the sixth seed because without LeBron, that ain't happening. It's unfortunate that LeBron went down, but injuries are a real part of our sport, and we got to step up and hold down the fort until he returns. If you're a fan of LeBron James or the Lakers, you're saying, there goes my team's chances of making the playoffs. I don't want to be right. I want the Lakers to go on this beautiful, dreamy run. The sort of thing that Disney movies are made of. That results in LeBron coming back while the crowd cheers his name and suddenly he walks onto the court and they go on an epic win streak that leads all the way to the NBA Finals. But in order to do that, they got to win right now. And I told you yesterday they weren't going to win last night. I also told you I was going to put my cash on it. I was right. Well, I just put cash today on them to lose tonight as well because the breaking news according to reports is that Anthony Davis is out tonight due to right foot soreness in a huge matchup against I can't believe I just called this a huge matchup like is this where we are the Lakers versus Oklahoma City is supposed to be a matchup that I get all excited it's the about Lakers fits you got to realize this it's the Lakers I understand it's the Lakers I looked at it and I thought thank God I'm not on Snapchat tonight <laughs> I, don't, I mean this game this game just feels like a, just a barf bag of a game but well no 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 I, th- I think it's important because of the simple fact you have two teams trying to fight for opportunity to make the playoffs. Sure, whether it's yeah. to play in, whether it's to 60, however they may do it and get there. Oklahoma City, and we got to remember, they're they're doing this without, you know, their first-round draft pick, Tech Holmgren. But Josh Giddey, Shea Gilchrist, Alexander, those guys have been phenomenal for this team this season. So OKC is trying to, to show that, hey, you know what? We can be a surprise team and make the playoffs this year. That's fine, but this is like watching Evan and I have a slap fight to try and get the last brownie in the calf. Like, hey, cool, <laughs> we're having a slap fight, and there's a lot on the line because there's only one brownie left, and there's two of us doing it. But nobody that watches that fight enjoys it. Nobody's sitting there thinking, this is a high-quality fight right here. Like, this is just watching two grown-ass men slap fight. That's what we're going to watch tonight. We're going to watch an even more decimated Lakers team that basically has nothing left to put on the 
the court. There's going to be guys, like Lakers diehards are going to be watching it squinting, being like, who is that? And then they're going to turn it off and they're going to go play 2K because it's their only way they can watch their favorite basketball team win. And they're going to be taking on an Oklahoma City team that you're right, is plucky and has plenty to play for, but it isn't actually really good. It's just it's just a plucky basketball team. But, but I, I, I would say this, though, Fitz, and, and I'm, and I'm kind of disappointed. I don't know the extent. I don't know what Anthony Davis's injury is. But I literally sat there on Keyshawn J. Will and Max yesterday, the first hour, 6, 6 a.m. to 7, 7 a.m., and said, I'm specifically watching Anthony Davis tonight, and I better not see that he's injured and comes up with an injury and can't play. And I'll be damned, he's out tonight. I think that speaks also to, look, I never want to question. Can't sir- afford to be out. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm 5'9", 165. What do I know about being an athlete? Nothing. Now, I don't want to question anybody's toughness. But I think it's a fair conversation to say, when you know that the Woj report we got yesterday is that in two weeks, LeBron will be looked at again, and then, depending on where they are in the standings, they'll make a decision if they're going to bring him back. And, and LeBron has told you these are the most important 23 games of his regular season career. Everybody knows what's on the line. Man, that foot... That foot better be bad for you not to be in it. Like that's just that's just yeah. being real. I think that's the expectation for for anybody in any situation. We've all been, no matter what your job is, somebody on your team at some point has called out where you've looked over and been like, "Hmm, really? You couldn't come to work today? <laughs> like you really like? Okay, you had the stomach flu. Like we've all done that to somebody that's sitting next to us. No matter what your job is, right now the Lakers better be darn sure that there's there's absolutely nothing there in the tank because. I don't know how they're even putting a team on the court tonight. It's at this point, the Lakers are just absolutely their backs against the wall, but there's a difference. I'll go back to the fight analogy. When you see a fighter who's up against the ropes to use another cliche, but they're getting their ass kicked and you know, they're just going to crumble. That's the Lakers right now. They're up against the ropes, but they need the ref to come in and save them and stop the fight. This thing's over. Well, they have three games the rest of the week tomorrow. Well, hold on. That's today. Today versus Oklahoma city tonight. Uh, Friday against Minnesota, who just beat the Los Angeles Clippers last night, and then the Golden State Warriors. I don't know if Steph Curry is coming back for that game. I got to see when Steph Curry is going to be back. But then after that, you have Memphis and Toronto, and then New York. So if if you lose three or four games in that stretch, your season is pretty much done. You're so right. As I look at this in the next, let's say, week and a half, because today's Wednesday. So between from today. Until next Sunday, they have one, two, three, four, five, six games between today and next Sunday. They got to win what five of those? They got to go five and one. They got to go five stretch. and one to really have any ch- any shot at staying in this playoff conversation. Yeah, which means they would have to come away with wins over teams like the at, Warriors, Raptors, at worse, Knicks, at worse four and two. You want to go five and one at worst four and two? Man, I just don't see that. Right, like. Tell me I don't I'm, see it happening either. Tell me I'm wrong. And this comes on a night where, again, Anthony Davis last night, if you look at the stat sheet, 28 points, 19 boards, five blocks. He had a very good game. Like, I understand. From that perspective, he had a very but it good wasn't, game. But it wasn't dominant, right? It wasn't dominant like we see from a Kevin Durant. It wasn't dominant like we see from a Giannis Antetokounmpo. It, it, it just wasn't dominant like we see a Jokic. It also, to, to talk about all of that dominance or lack thereof, and I think you're right, you also have to acknowledge the fact that the Grizzlies tied a record for the most paint points in a half since 1995. Think about that. They went straight at the Lakers, and the Lakers had no answer. So OKC is going to watch the film on that and say, all right, now you're taking AD out? 
We're just, we're, you might as well just set up a table, put a nice plaid tablecloth over it, some uh, like a, a heap and helping of, of meatball subs, and just sit down <laughs> and eat you a sandwich because you're going to live in the paint all game long. You just sit down oh, and there's man. a fork and knife sandwich. You ain't eating this thing out of like the, you're sitting down, nice restaurant, the waiter going to be able to go. That's how much time you're going to spend in the paint. If you're, if you're OKC, you're like, you know what? We are going to go live in the paint until they tell us we can't be there and then we will challenge them. And what we saw last night oh. is when they were challenged, they had no answer. You know what? No. The Lakers, Shea Gill, Chris Alexander is out. For OKC, so they might they might have a shot with an ankle and uh, abdominal injury. Yeah, no, nah, they still don't have a shot. They, well, they, no, 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 because because Shea, Shea Gilchrist Alexander is a baller, man. He he's he's really been the anchor of their team this season. A guy that's averaging thirty one points, Fitz. But you asked yourself he's when averaging AD thirty one points. You asked yourself when AD went out. You asked yourself in this show where are they going to get points from? Where are they going to get production from? We just watched that last night. They're turnover machines trying to figure out ways to get points in production. Yeah. From who? You nah, it ain't happening. Uh, you guys can be a part of a good thing here. You can help people in areas affected by the Turkey earthquake, including Turkey and Syria. All you got to do is visit redcross.org slash ESPN. That's redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond. All right, coming up, we'll tell you why two teams in the Western Conference have star problems. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Ravens GM Eric DaCosta has spoken about Lamar Jackson, and I know you need to hear it. I know it's urgent. I know it's pressing. But sometimes things happen during the commercial that have to be addressed right away. And that's one of those is happening right now. Now, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, Fitz and Harry, right? Harry's in Vegas, my city, my town. He's hanging out with our good friends at ESPN Las Vegas, also Rainer Nation Radio. He's hanging out in the studio doing his thing there, right? Like, they're so kind, they open up early so that we did Greeny end our show today, which we'll be doing again tomorrow. He's having a good old time, but, you know, when you're doing this, you got to kind of, you got to manage your food a little bit. Like, you got to eat. You're on you're on air all day. Your, your, your body is, when you're a specimen like Harry Douglas, you got to get the food in. I get it. So, you know, not surprised to see Harry walk away from the microphone uh, to, to eat something. That's fine. But he comes back and he, <laughs> he he informs us all that he has warmed up his shrimp. What? You're a guest in the studio and you put shrimp in the microwave, which, by the way, means they got to be chewy. I mean, they're just chewy shrimp. They are tr- chewy shrimp. There is no way around it. And also the entire studio now must taste like chewy shrimp. Smell like. I, war- I warmed up. Beef short rib and polenta. That's what I warmed up, guys. I thought you had shrimp. You said you had you shrimp. See? You see what happens when you don't know all the facts? To wait, things? wait, wait. Devin, did you not hear shrimp? Did you not? Devin, there's, there's guys. Shrimp. You heard shrimp. That's that's what I'm saying. You guys are hearing what you want to hear. So you didn't have shrimp at all? actually what the words that came, came out of my mouth. Oh, wait. wait. You had shrimp last night. I had shrimp last night. But you brought short ribs and polenta with you. Yes. Okay. In a salad. Oh. See what happens when you guys jump the gun and you want to attack me? Now, See what happens? Devin, speak up. We can't hear you. Mark, speak up. We can't hear you either, Mark. Okay, there were, there, we, we did say some things about warming up some shrimp, and he didn't correct us at any point in that Harry, process. Harry, have you ever warmed I, up shrimp before? That's that's not the conversation we're having right <laughs> okay. now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> follow-up question. Yes, I have. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. <laughs> I, I know you well enough to, to know that you went to Beauty and Essex last night in Las Vegas. I know yes. you well enough to know that you get the shrimp when you go there. I know you well enough to know that usually if you're really hungry, you get two orders of the shrimp, right? Like that's just the way it yep. goes. 
I don't think I've ever seen you order the beef short rib and the polenta. So what I'm gathering here, you tell me if I'm right, wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm just a radio guy sitting here gathering information. I feel like your wife got the short rib and polenta. She had some leftovers, and you brought the leftovers with you for lunch. Am I on, am I on point here? Okay, here we go. All right, so my wife doesn't, she only eats seafood. Okay. She doesn't oh, eat. Where did the short ribs come in? The chicken. But the time that I went to Beauty and Essence in New York before I went with you, Fitz, I actually did have the short rib and the polenta. Wow. I am, yeah. uh, you know, you think you know somebody. You think you know somebody, and all mm -hmm. of a sudden, short rib you and see, polenta. You see how up. I keep you guys on your toes? Yeah, that's right. Just when you thought you was going to embarrass me, all three of you, three that's, musketeers. Look, that's why you got to ask the, the right questions, and I didn't. You know what? I failed. And this is why in, in, in a work-wife relationship, I, if I'd have opened up the, the fridge and seen the, the short rib and the polenta, I'd immediately been like, who did you go to dinner with, Harry? <laughs> that would have been real. And, and you know. I, but, you were, but you were right, though. Um, normally, I, I order two things of shrimp. I ordered three last night, actually. <laughs> three things of shrimp. That is, yeah. that, they're that good. And I ate 13 of them. My wife ate the other two. You got to go to the barbershop, by the way. That's a place that's right there by the Cosmo and everything on the strip. Like, a lot of mm -hmm. famous people pop in there and start playing shows. Plus, they'll give you a haircut. Not that you need one. You look delightful. Like, I just, I, I appreciate you, you, that. Your hair looks spectacular. Shout out, to, shout out to one of my best friends, Tyreek Malik, Dream, Dreams Cup uh, Barber Lounge. Oh, wow. Down in Hotlanta? Am I allowed yeah, to say Yeah, it's, right it's right by the airport. Okay. Wow. Next time I'm right in Atlanta, are we going? Like, am I allowed in that barbershop? He, he will give you a haircut that would change your life. Oh. Oh, I mean, you have like you, 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 All of them will be on you, Fitz. All of them. And you read between the lines. Uh, okay. But, but here's the thing. Like, my girl Sarika in West Hartford, she gives me, like, the head rub while that. Oh, head rub. Like, your, your guy ain't giving me a head massage, right? Like, I mean. Yeah, he does it all. Oh. oh I mean. He does it all. I'm uh, suddenly I'm intrigued. Consider he, he, when I mean he's the best in the business. He's the best in the business. Consider Trust me, he's the it, best. Is in there business. a hot towel involved anywhere? Like hot, not like yes, hot all oh. of that. So he cuts on all the Marvel movie sets and a ton of uh, movies in Atlanta too. So. Oh. He's, he's, he's a big deal, trust me. Uh, that piece of information makes it very clear that I must ask you a follow-up question. You buying? Because it sounds he, like he's, he's going to be expensive. He, he, he cut Gronk's hair before. Again, this going like, so can I walk in there and be like, just put it on HD's tag? tag yeah, like, okay. That's fine. All right, Harry Douglas I got you. covering the bill. I got that's, you. that's a fair way to go. I mean, I, I feel bad now that I implied that. Harry was warming up shrimp, uh, but I do want to give some love to the Las Vegas studio that has been a wonderful host for you uh, and give a shameless plug in, by the way. We're going to be on Greeny again tomorrow morning. So in addition to doing Fitz and Harry, because we want to we want to make sure, you know, Greeny covered in some markets that we're not covered in. We want to make sure the world knows that we're out here from noon to three. So uh, exactly. we want to get out to the people. You, you, you know what else that's mind boggling to me? For some reason, Devin and Mark are so quiet right now. When they weren't so quiet, so quiet in the break. Well, are you guys going to speak up at any point? I can't hear you guys for some odd apparent reason. I'm sorry, Harry. Okay, just one. Yeah, wanna... on behalf of us. Uh -huh. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that is that is uh, delightfully done. Uh, that's, I, that's one thing I love about our show, though. Like, we have so much love for one another. Like, we could bust each other like at any time. And just have fun, man. Uh, Mark, by the way, gets an MVP award for today because he yes, came he in does. dressed for success. Uh, Devin, Devin is very angry about the fact that we have not commented. Devin looks nice today. He brought it today. He's wearing the shirt with the he's, tie. He's, he's seeking and searching for compliments right now. Yeah, but that's because we've been tough on him, right? So, hey, yeah. you know what? Sometimes you got to be tough on the guys in the locker room, but when they bring it, you got to accept that they brought it. And it's today, tough love. You, you brought it, Devin. I, I think you look, you know, you, you move up to the big boy seat. I, 
I'm surprised. Like Devin, right now, for anyone that well, watched he, us is earlier, he dressed in camp than Cam Pratt was this morning. Oh, look, your 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 fifth grade substitute teacher's better dressed than Cam was today. Like the the hardest part about that is at least when Devin mails it in, he acknowledges he mails it in. Cam felt good today. Cam was like on Greeny, the producer for Greeny. Cam, uh, he came in for dress for success. And it was more like dressed for, I don't know. Um, Recess? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was dressed for, uh, Cam's coming in now. Cam just opened up the door uh, violently and angrily. It was it was dressed for, you know, middle management retail. Uh, well, that, Cam, uh, Cam, at least we're going to say it to you over air and basically in your face. We're not going to say it behind your back. I mean, you can respect us for that. And, and Cam's hair does look, Cam's, Cam's hair is on point. Like he's the modern Mel. He's got the, uh, he's, he's got, it's good. Uh, he's grown out enough facial hair, hair that the mustache is no longer disturbing. So, like, there's a lot that's gone well for Cam. It's just, uh, it, it, dress for success for him was a little bit more like dress for the frat guy that headed to the library afterwards, didn't actually read the book, but sat in front of a book and felt like he did something. That makes sense, Harry? Like, I, I think yeah, that's what, yeah, okay. Yeah. But we do appreciate the effort, Cam. Uh, by the way, if we're ranking. You get a, a D for effort. I mean, <laughs> the things that I would not have anticipated was that Bubble would score higher on Dress for Success Wednesday than Cam did. Don't worry. The next time we're in on Greeny on a Wednesday, we will definitely uh, we will continue to evaluate it. Uh, now that I've uh, absolutely been off the rails, we will get you back to the sports content you need. Uh, Eric DaCosta is the Ravens general manager, and he spoke today, uh, had very definitive statements about what the organization wants to and intends to do with Lamar Jackson. You will hear them next on Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. The Combine in Indianapolis gives teams the opportunity to speak on the record about difficult negotiations, and that's happening as we speak, as the Ravens have spoken on Lamar Jackson. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, Eric DaCosta is the Ravens GM, and this is what he just said about Lamar Jackson and the team wanting him. Well, you can't win in this league without a strong quarterback. I mean, that's been proven. So we want Lamar here. Um, we think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's certainly one of our best players, uh, and we want him back. And so, yeah, we understand that. Uh, living in a world without a quarterback is a, is a bad world to live in, uh, and I think there's a lot of GMs and coaches who would probably say that who are living in that world right now. We're aware of that. Um, I think we've been uh, blessed since 2008 to have Joe Flacco and, and Lamar Jackson. And uh, my goal is to continue that. He made it clear, Harry, that their goal is to get something done before the deadline, and they hope it doesn't come to having to decide whether to exclusive or non-exclusive tag him. Makes me laugh out loud when he compares it, when he uses his name and Joe Flacco in the same sentence. So let's let's not even try and trip. <laughs> like, let's not turn that into a thing. I mean, that 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 to me is just out, outrageous. But at least he's saying all of the things that I think we would expect them to say, knowing that they need to get their quarterback signed. Yeah, I just hope they 100% feel that same way. Right? You can say whatever you want to say, but actions speak louder than louder than words. Uh, per, Lamar Jackson need to be needs to be presented with a contract of his value. And we have seen, especially in the NFC Championship game, what not having a quarterback can do to you. Mm. We've also seen what multiple franchises would not having a quarterback can do to your organization. Uh, Lamar Jackson is, I think, one of a kind in my eyes. He's a guy that's unique, um, not just unique out in the open, but unique in his own skin. And he understands his value, and we've seen the encrypted messages 
uh, via social media, and he's not stepping down from his ground. He understands his value to that organization and that team. But do the Baltimore, but do the Baltimore Ravens? The Ravens have had plenty of opportunity over the last hour or so to give us conversation on this. And what's been clear is this is very different than, for example, the Packers situation. As uh, Harbaugh said at the podium that uh, he's been in contact with Lamar Jackson about every aspect of the offense that they've been texting back and forth. And uh, again, Eric DaCosta, the GM, uh, has made it clear that he's been in contact directly with Lamar and that he's optimistic. These are all the right things to be saying, but I think you're right. It does speak some level to, to all of this to the fact that this is about money. Like, you can say all these things all you want. We know at this point what Lamar, or at least we think we know, what Lamar wants his value to be. And this becomes very, very simple. You're either going to pay it or you're not going to pay it. Like, you're not going to convince him to come off his value after this long. Like, if somebody knows who they are in an an investigation, in a back and forth, (laughs) uh, if somebody knows who they are in a negotiation, I should say, uh, at some point you realize when they're dug in. And he's dug in at this point. He is who he is. So uh, he wants what he wants. I don't know what change the organization would see in what he wants. If the sticking point is guaranteed money, there is no in-between on that. You're either guaranteed or you're not. Well, it's just like a relationship, right? You know, one side of the relationship. can You can tell me everything you want me to know and hear. But if you're not showing me anything that you're telling me, why Why do you think it matters to, to my ear? Right? Right or wrong? 100% right. This is a show-me world. you got to show me, man. You can say whatever you want to say, and rightfully so, the Baltimore Ravens, Eric DaCosta, John Harborough, they have to say everything, Brashadi, they got to say everything they need to say uh, politically correct right now in this moment. But there's because this... you know, they didn't already damn tick Lamar Jackson off one time. You, you tick him off twice and see what happens. There's a very real moment to me, too, that I think everybody understands when you're in line for a promotion or you're in line for a raise. Again, I don't care what you do for a living. You've known this feeling. How many times have you sat there next to the person that you love in your life? You're talking about work and you know you're up for a promotion and you know you're up for a raise. And your comment has been, we're going to see how much they value me. I'm going to find out how important I am to this company, right? Because most of us, when we're sitting at that spot in our life where suddenly you're up for renegotiation or if you're working in a job where suddenly you know that your name is being bannered around for a a raise or a promotion and you're looking left and right in the office, you want to know, do they value my work? How many times have anyone, whether you work at a retail store or widget company or a car factory, you've come home and said, man, they don't appreciate me. They don't know everything I do. And then when you have the chance to get the answer to do they appreciate you, it's always going to be about the money. Like, if if your boss comes in and says, really like you, we're going to offer you a pizza party and a little hat that says, thank you so much for the work you've done. But we're going to give this person over here a ton of money. You're not going to feel valued in that process. This is just very simple. His business happens to involve more commas. 100%. I, I know my worth. <laughs> hey, I know my worth and I know my options. I'm out of there. <laughs> if, if if our bosses came to us and said, great, we want you to do seven hours of radio every day, and instead of doing three, you're going to do seven hours, but but we are going to offer you free cheesecake once a month. Yeah, y'all better find somebody else. Right. Like, I think there is a moment of understanding. We all have to remember what is, no matter what your business is, and it's easy for a lot of people to say, well, Lamar's rich. NFL players are rich. Well, how many people think most think you're rich compared to what they make, you know, no matter where you are in the structure and the ladder? So I think there's a very human element 
of appreciation comes at the end of the day from what they offer you on a paycheck. Right or wrong, that's just a big part of how most people in most jobs feel value. No, I, I, agree, with, I agree with you. And then when you devalue someone or they feel that way, it can get ugly. It can be sideways, and uh, a lot of trust may be broken as well within those moments. Yeah, that's such a good point. Like, money doesn't fix anything long-term in these relationships, but if you feel like they've devalued you, they've undervalued you in that contract offer, mm-hmm. you, th- that's such a hard thing to get back. Once that trust is broken, once trust and value is broken on a money scale, it is hard to put that back in place. No, and $133 million guaranteed for Lamar Jackson. In my eyes, and I, and I know like not everybody makes that kind of money, but it's a slap in Lamar Jackson's face. It, re- it really is. What he's meant to that franchise, what he's meant to that city, what he's meant to everyone involved with the Baltimore Ravens, and the way he's kept a clean face outside of football, he deserves way more than that in my eyes. Guaranteed money. And, and all of that is so relative for people that look at it and say, but he's rich. He shouldn't want all that. Okay, well, that's the same thing Sounds that somebody good. working hard to pay their bills would say to a lot of people that make a reasonable living. What I know is that ESPN Radio has never been prettier than it was for the last five hours. But Kenny and Carlin's coming next. Thanks for hanging out with Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. You've been listening to the Fitz and Harry Podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And you can watch on the ESPN app.